monkey see monkey do yeah how's that uh it's a little much to, like and well not, i know i mean not, it's dave matthews not the content. But <laughs> we know that it's too much uh but the volume is also too much that's interesting uh it's pretty distorted yeah okay how about this I'll be right with you. <laughs> it's just right. <laughs> I'm horrified to say. <laughs> oh boy. Hey everyone. Cameron, how hey. do we do this show again? It's something about uh, stuff with the th- things and the appreciating the guys or the girls or the groups or the non-conforming people and then listening to their music consider beyond the boundaries of hast thou considered that's what we should have called our podcast hast thou (laughs) considered beyond the limits of the box of the sets uh yeah there's no other way to say box set that's why i kind of bailed at the last moment uh, I've been studying set theory, and just... I can't even think of a better way to say it. <laughs> well, there's uh, there's inside the box and not inside the box. Oh, it's like set. those two books that contain the sum total of human knowledge. What they don't teach you at Harvard Business School and what they teach you at Harvard yeah. Business School. <laughs> There's suspiciously uh. slim volumes, but I guess uh, you know, if you like reduce human knowledge down, boil it, just boil it down enough, you, you'll get there. It's season 12, episode 8. Yeah. The, and it's, the last the last Eminem, but it, there's a couple more albums. Yeah, I wish. I'm getting kind um, of tired of Eminem. Hey, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This album uh, is but this, it's 102 minutes long and it has 22 songs, Cameron. It's too fucking long. Yeah. Too many albums, too much album inside each album. Uh, I only listened to the 16 songs. The 16 songs? Yeah, because did there's I, like 22, <gasps> I think. Did I get tricked into listening to bonus tracks? Nathan? Oh, no. Shut up. Shut your mouth and listen to me. Every time, go to the Wikipedia page. Look at the official track listing Fuck. in the discography. Fuck. Fuck. Go and then go to your tab where you've opened up every <sighs> genius lyric page. Fuck. And X go ahead and X out of those tabs the last five of every Eminem album <sighs> or so. Because yeah, there's only sixteen Fuck. songs. Genius and lied when I to say me again. Only sixteen songs. I mean, it's still way too it's long. Still, but. still way too long. Fuck. Genius lied to me again, and I fell for it again. God damn it. Um. I mean, I feel for you, but I also like, you need to learn. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like that's a shitty thing to get tricked into uh, at this point. Well, like, we've been doing this show for like a couple years. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I think I was just, I, I, I saw. Fool you twice, they're not going to fool you again. Yeah, I think there's a saying in, in Tennessee. I think it's, it's in Tennessee. Um, no, it's, I got tricked because uh, Spotify and Genius concurred. And they, uh, and neither yeah, of them let together. on that they were bonus tracks or it was a deluxe edition or any way in any way. So, so even with just the 16 tracks, like I'm going to be honest, like the last few songs of this album, like I just like, I don't know. I was like looking at my phone. I just like, there's just too much. I can't be expected to pay this much attention. Yeah. Come or on. To, like, <laughs> or even like, like 
even if I like broke it up into like a couple sessions of listening, I wouldn't be able to actually talk about all of this in one episode. Um, and if you can't do that in one episode, then of, of think outside the box that then that's probably also too much to listen to in one sitting too. It's true. Yeah. If you can't say something nice, don't they say anything at all. And so that's our show. Thanks everybody. It's been a good run. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You should use that more. (laughs) (laughs) The old fake out, fake out. Yeah. Give me the old shepherd's hook. Shep. Oh yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about from off stage. Yoink. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, this is about Eminem. Thanks for sticking with us through Eminem's discography. Y'all, um, we're almost done. <laughs> We've got what? How, <laughs> how many more to go? Three, four, three, 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 three more to go. Um, and is we keep, it just three? Yeah. We Great. got, we got revival kamikaze and music to be murdered by, which is the one he came out with last month. Uh, yeah, he, you know, it is, he is feeling less and less relevant every, with every album. Um, yeah, he, I keep almost, thinking about what Carl Eric said, like this, he was reading that review that was like, yeah, he, Eminem seems tired and like, he's like (laughs) lagging. Yeah. I mean, he almost seems like he's purposefully trying to, uh, become less relevant. Cause he has like all these throwback songs to like nineties hip hop. And he, he tries to do like a beastie boys song. It's like, yeah. And and he, uh, there's a lot of songs in this album that like are essentially covers or interpolations of, old pop yes. songs there's one by the zombies there's one by joe walsh um so he's, he's in, definitely in one looking of those back. songs uh in one of those songs kendrick takes a verse and it's just like it's it's kind of rough you know to listen to kendrick back to back with eminem i mean it's also nice to get to hear kendrick and to get to talk about him mm-hmm. um i don't think we'll ever cover kendrick because I don't think he really qualifies for the show because I've listened to all of his music over and over again. And I don't think he's really misunderstood. I feel like everyone knows that he's the goat. Um, but, (laughs) but yeah, listening to him back to back with Eminem, I mean, Eminem is great, (laughs) (laughs) but I guess the point I'm trying to make is like Kendrick is just like, he knows what's happening next. Yeah, he seems and, to actually be and Eminem. Yeah, he's like moving the conversation forward and moving forward as an artist. Yeah. And Eminem seems to be just like circling back to earlier times. E- even if, even if I, I don't know, he's. It's not like Eminem is going back to his own early career necessarily. Um, he's not like yeah. going back to shitty. Uh, I mean, there's there's less like shittiness and uh, edge lord bullshit on this one. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, there's, I was just talking to Becca about Taylor Swift, who there's been some discussion in the Discord lately, the Think Outside the Box at Discord linked in the show notes. Um, there's been some discussion about maybe maybe T Swift is uh, is a candidate for Think Outside the Box set, and I think that's probably probably a really good a Ooh. really good choice. Is she misunderstood um, for a future season? I think so. And she's, I mean, people, the thing that keeps on happening with Taylor Swift is I, I feel like she is the, she's sort of <laughs> people, people kind of treat her like 
Hillary Clinton. Like she's sort of like the white woman who people like to dunk on in public. You know? Yeah, that's also like, the she's that's sort of the vibe that I get. Yeah. Yeah, and I would be interested in listening to her to to determine to what extent is that earned um because a lot of Taylor Swift songs are about like her saying, "Hey, I'm just a fucking person and you need to like calm down." And <laughs> but then every time every time she makes a song or tries to tries to make a statement, people respond saying, "Hey, too little too late" or "This wasn't good enough." Um and uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested in examining that and figuring out whether I agree with the haters or not, hmm. um, or whether I like will give T Swift the benefit of the doubt. Anyway, um, a lot of her music is about about the, this very inaccessible struggle of like or uh, unrelatable struggle of being a public figure and being under criticism. And I was thinking mm-hmm. like why are you making songs about that for everyone? Like, it's this sort of weird loop of, um, you know, you getting like, like everyone's just sort of having this meal on your, uh, like uh, of your like public persona. And, and then we, and, and everyone's buying into this story, but it's like, this isn't anyone's lived experience. Who's listening to this other than people who are in similar positions as you yeah um Funny I, I think enough. it's sort of strange and then eminem is the same yeah i was you gonna know, say eminem is like, doing like the same thing on this album yeah i mean in every album until you know it's all of it's all these songs are just about himself or about people about his effect on other people um as a public figure and it's sort of this like it's kind of vain yeah um yeah M- at a certain eminem, point. like pretty quickly became meta eminem Med Med Eminem. Yes. Yeah. Okay. but but I think about it and it's like Kendrick Lamar, he's doing the same thing. All of his albums are about him. They're deeply personal. But they're also just they're also effectively zoomed out. And he's playing all of these other characters and he and all of his work has a great deal of empathy. He's also and got a he's, lot of social a, commentary, which I think helps him from being so much like social commentary. navel gazy, yeah. like Eminem can be. And and Eminem tries to do social commentary, but ultimately he's just saying the words "white America." But I don't feel like he's really saying anything about white America. Um, yeah. And everything that like Kendrick Lamar says is like, "Wow, let's unpack that." Um, there's you know, so I feel like it helps. And then it's like, okay, obviously you're writing about what you know and you're writing about your experience, um, but you're also writing about American blackness um, and you're using your own story as a microcosm for it. Um, right. And I think that's kind of the issue of Eminem is like he keeps <laughs> he keeps trying to have his story be the microcosm of like American whiteness and um, saying that he's <laughs> being, uh, you know, essentially prejudiced against because he's white and it's not a very compelling story because it's not a very relatable uh, story for most white people as much as they might think it is some of them yeah so like i think that's where a lot of this is falling flat and that yeah and i don't know so he's he's starting to undo some of his he's starting to undo some of his old narratives in this album but uh which i do appreciate to some extent 
Uh, like there's a song where he's like finally apologizing to his mom in this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, ultimately it does feel like kind of solipsistic, like a lot of this music. And I don't want to hear his story anymore. I want to hear him doing something else. Yeah. Um, or I want to hear him engaging with what his story means in, in a way that like actually has something. Yeah. Like if he had a, <laughs> if he had a, st- a song about like how, his success might be because of his whiteness to a certain degree rather than in spite of it, which is the kind of angle that he seems to usually take. Like that would be an interesting direction for his music to go in. Yeah. To like address. address Macklemore tried to do this at, at certain points. He like made a song called white privilege and he like, I'm not saying it's like the best, but he, (laughs) I feel like he actually answered like some made some, decent attempts to answer these questions you know about yeah. like, what do i do now you know what you know, and- he he gets dunked on a lot but i feel like he's his heart is in the right place at least like he's at least has good intentions it seems so you know bless his little heart bless macklemore's <laughs> bless tiny his little, little heart, pale, heart. <laughs> <laughs> pale limpid no, I- heart uh yeah i mean i'm not like committed to this take on macklemore but i think he's I think he's pretty brilliant. I think he's an amazing musician. Um, and uh, I think a lot of his music is really good. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. And and I and I think his heart is in the right place. And I think he's learning publicly, which is a really hard thing to do. And totally. ultimately, I, I think he took a step back when at the... Maybe he could have done it earlier. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's like the responsibility about this guy. Like who's responsible to do what? I don't know. Um, obviously, I shit on I shit on him all the time for like, yeah. You should have like you should have said on stage at the Grammys that Kendrick Lamar should have won that best album, you know, best rap album mm-hmm. uh, award. Probably you should have said that. Um, but he said it at all, like, right? Given, he said it. He did say it at all, which yeah. is more than yeah. a lot of other people have done. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean. I, I, no one, I'm not entitled to his perfection. Shit, dog. Do we have to and listen no to Macklemore yeah. at some point? We might. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's that many albums. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into wanting to address him and like. Macklemore and Taylor Swift. Dude, <laughs> Macklemore would be a very fun and interesting follow up to Eminem. Like another white rapper. Um, Piss. But like so different. So very, Remember very that? different. Piss. Piss. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> That funny uh, joke that he had that um, the poor people smell like piss. piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when he simultaneously made light of, um, you know, uh, statutory rape uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and poor people <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> yeah. We should talk about Macklemore. <laughs> we need to have a talk about Macklemore. And we're in what we talk Nathan, about when we talk about Macklemore. <laughs> Well, or it's like that movie. We need to talk about Macklemore. Hold on. I'm, uh, <laughs> no, I like the, uh, Raymond Carver reference a lot more. And, uh, let me just make the show title real quick. Uh, damn. Real quick. Oh, damn it. Macklemore. What we talk about when we talk about Macklemore. That's a lo- That's a lovely that's a lovely joke. It's also so meaningful because there are so many things to unpack when we talk about Macklemore. Unpacklemore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, should we talk about Eminem at all to, tonight? We only have about yeah, 43 minutes left. This is going to be a little bit of a short episode, y'all. I have a hard out because I got to get to my math stuff. <laughs> you have a math class. <laughs> God damn it. I've really fucked up my life. Nathan, I... <laughs> I I at least a couple times a year will have a math class nightmare. <laughs> yeah, for me it's every night this semester. I'm just getting them all out of the way at once. <laughs> you know what? Like I'm like mad at you for having this class. I'm probably you've like brought it back up. And I'm probably going to have one tonight. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and that's your fault because you have to code. Uh, yeah, it's true. Math, um, not even once. Friends don't you, let you friends do math. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't be happy being a being a a dirt poor poet. <laughs> it's true for the rest of your yeah. life. It's it's like that uh, that South Dakota slogan: "Math, we're on it." <laughs> Remember that when they uh, their, yeah. math, their math slogan? This is your brain uh, on math. No. <laughs> Dear Lord. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dear Lord, why does so, he keep saying these things? <laughs> <laughs> hey god it's me cameron we need to talk about nathan <laughs> what we talk about um, when we talk about nathan <laughs> um i'm excited to talk about this first song bad guy and i know that you have gotten the the correct <laughs> and appropriate sound sample for this song oh definitely i definitely didn't get the billy eilish sound sample to play right here <laughs> yeah uh, okay have suffered can't think of a better way to define poetic justice can i hold grudges mind saying let it go fuck this heart saying i will once i bury this bitch alive hide the shovel and then drive off in the sunset nathan i want to i want to say that you've been super busy in like the last year and i want to like you know take my tip my hat to you like you've been doing a great job of being a great partner in making the show. Um, but I do, I do miss nothing better to do. Nathan who will like <laughs> spend a lot of time to like get a goof ready. <laughs> like, and I look forward to that again. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a very sweet yeah. and affirming thing to say. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, boy. I don't blame you for not getting the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, from old, old me would have gotten that every up. single song on Spotify named "Bad Guy" and just play them all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one after another. Yeah, yeah. I like it's okay, and I look <laughs> forward to when you can do it again. <laughs> yeah, um, that's my, all I'm saying. <laughs> my friend Brendan uh, sometimes like to likes to characterize my sense of humor as um, enjoying the smell of my own farts, and I feel like that that's pretty <laughs> accurate a lot of the time. <laughs> You're a real hand sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm gonna get that uh, tattooed <laughs> i'm gonna get a tattoo that says Re- your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah real hand sniffer Woo! yeah okay um i guess we can talk about this song it's called bad guy it's by eminem uh what's this song about uh it's a sequel I to stan I... it says so this is a song oh that's what... The, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, this is the Stan sequel. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Matthew, Stan's little brother, um, is is going to murder Eminem to take revenge uh, because I guess Eminem, you know, drove him 
to kill himself and his family. Um, but um, there's a there's a really interesting turn at the end, mm-hmm. which is uh, Matthew zooms out and says, like, it's not just me. I represent basically everyone that you've stepped on in your lyrics in order to get to where you are. And it's actually pretty interesting, a pretty interesting like self-reflection. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. Um, uh, do you, do you want to play that sound sample? Sure. Is it, uh, what Matthew of, represents? What Matthew represents. Okay. Got it. Here we go. Oh, and yeah. what? And, and the, uh, end of third beginning of fourth verse. I think he does some of that there too. Oh, uh, which one should I play first? What, whichever, whichever one. Okay, I'll start with what Matthew represents. I'm the police you hate, that you became. With every faggot you slaughter, coming back on you. Every woman you insult, bad about the double standard you have when it comes to your daughters. I represent everything you take for granted, because Marshall Mathers, the rapper's Oh, boy. I really appreciated the double standard with your daughters, like, yeah. line. Um, totally. I, uh, <laughs> there was a... Um, <sighs> I'm trying to think of how to like succinctly put this. There is, I, I have a, I have a, a background in sort of re- religious um, pacifism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is no longer my stance or ideology, but I've it's, it has had an effect on me. And there is this one book, I think it's by, <laughs> I don't know, one of the Yoders. Um, <laughs> and I think it's, it's called, what would you do? And it, it's basically answering like when when someone says they're a pacifist, then there's these this list of questions that are that 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 follow that are often extremely misogynistic and um, oh uh, yeah, seeing people as yeah yeah. Are it's you, like what would you what would you do if you saw your daughter getting raped in an alleyway? Like, would you use violence to stop that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the book is is trying to um, well, first of all. I do think at the end of the day, those questions are super valid. <laughs> um, but like the book is trying to um, turn those questions on their head and say like, let's address the sort of Liam Neeson taken style, like fucked up ideas that you have about how much control you have over the well-being of these women and other people in your life. Right. Um, yeah. You don't actually, you don't actually have control over them and you don't have control over other people. Um, and uh, anyway, like, um, you, you know, just because you have a gun doesn't mean you have power, et cetera. All of these like great questions. Anyway. So I feel like what um, Eminem is doing here is, uh, is acknowledging that he that his love of his daughters and his love of his family is, um, is pretty, it's, isn't pure and is problematic and that you can't be, uh, that there, there is a disconnect with his hatred of his mom and his hatred of Kim and his hatred of like kind of women in general. Like right. he says all the time. And in this album, after this song, like he, he's, he says some really awful things about just like hating women in general and like his women issues. Uh, and it's like, you can't have those attitudes and love little girls because little girls turn into women. Is it, is there like a song um, about that or something? <laughs> isn't that, isn't that like a famous you, line about that? Um, uh, yeah. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Oh, that one. <laughs> maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. 
My, my yeah, brain is just that super, super woke this point. song from Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I, I actually don't know what you're trying to reference. I don't know either. But anyway, I this is a great track to start off with. I think it is pretty interesting. Um, this is actually kind of what it, I was just criticizing Eminem for not doing. Like, it, right. not not the same uh, problem domain. Like, he's not. This isn't specifically about confronting his own white privilege, but it is about uh, dealing with the people he's hurt to get where he is. And that is very yeah. good and interesting to see from him. Yeah, but it is five minutes out of like an hour and a half of... <laughs> yes! <laughs> some, a fair amount of toxic garbage. <laughs> yes. You know, so, well, you know, like, he always says he's going to turn over a new leaf and then he, you know, he doesn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's the bad guy. Duh. Duh. Um, Have you watched the music a, video for some... Billie Eilish's Duh? <laughs> Billie Eilish's Duh. Uh, no, sorry, bad yeah. guy, fuck. <laughs> I forgot yeah. the name of the song is not Duh. <laughs> God damn it, I'm so fucking stupid. Yeah, that mu- that music video is incredible. I love it's it. It's so fucking weird, I love it. Yeah. I don't know, I, I, love, I love to see weirdness in pop culture. Uh, yeah. There's, especially like in the days of very bland homogenized um music and movies you know every marvel film is identical to the last one um it's nice to see someone just doing something just unapologetically fucking weird as shit yeah there's a lot of like um (laughs) there's a lot of like um you know how like the male gaze in like cinematography, you know, it'll it'll always start at the butt or the breasts of a woman and then kind of go up, yep. you know, like to their face. It's like a lot of that, but for like p- paunchy middle aged dudes, <laughs> like white <laughs> white men mm-hmm. with tucked in like polo shirts into jeans, and they have like big bellies, yeah. and it's like that. Yeah, it's very like <laughs> it's Tim like, and Eric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then and it's just a lot of her. Um, it's actually some like great physical acting. It's like her with like a bloody nose and her just sort of trying to, um, trying to uh, wipe away the bloody nose, but not knowing how bloody it is and making it way worse. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, did I get it? And then she's just absolutely covering her face <laughs> and clothing with, with the blood. It's like pretty upsetting. Yeah. I love so. it. All right. Um, yeah, I love it. Bad guy. Uh, there's a couple uh, more sound samples. Uh, yeah, yeah. So at the end of each verse, the beat drops and he keeps it going and he extends the, um, he makes the form not square, not a predictable amount of bars. Uh, and I think it's kind of interesting in, in each of the the first and second verse. Yeah. So let's you take a listen to the, the first verse. Yeah. Different from this first. Heart saying I will once I bury this bitch alive, hide the shovel and then drive off in the sunset. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the content is, you know, out, out of context is pretty upsetting and in context. But um, it is it is in this situation a character and it, it is storytelling and it's not just naked misogyny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to play that second one? Yeah. I think I made it. You call to ask me how I'm doing? Letters you don't respond to them? Fuck it, I'm coming to see you. And gee, who better to talk to than you? The cause of my problems, my life is garbage, and I'm about to take it out on you. Poof, then I'm going. Poof. That one is even more musically in- interesting. Yeah. Uh, poof, then I'm gone. Voosh. Voosh. You know how people are always saying voosh. Yeah. I, I like his 
I like his onomatopoeia, uh, his onomatopoetics, if you will. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, is like, vroom, vroom, <laughs> like, uh, for his, like, uh, chainsaw noises yeah. that he makes. He loves those chainsaw noises. You can't get enough of them. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm looking at the Genius Lyrics annotations, and there's a, one from the producer of this, which is a Street Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's a lot of Rick Rubin, by the way, on this album, who's just a recurring character in think outside the box set. Um, yeah, he's was, did a lot of Slayer and I th- feel like maybe he did some T pain. Oh, some maybe. other stuff, right? Yeah. I think he was, I he was like with the beastie boys at one point. Yeah. Anyway. So uh street runner uh, has, has a, a verified, you know, commentary on this track. And I, all I can read is by this point I was working on pro tools, uh, which is a, a digital audio workspace, um, a very common one. And then I just like, I black out and I just, am, I am incapable of reading the rest of it. Cause it's so goddamn boring. <laughs> <laughs> so like someone else go read that and tell me if there's anything interesting there. Cause I can't, I can't. <laughs> oh boy. That's a terrible way to start a paragraph. It sounds like, yeah, it's, but it also sounds like he's just, um, it's transcribed from like a, an audio interview or something. Cause the way it is structured, um, might, potentially have been interesting like spoken with intonation and emphasis and stuff yeah. but written out is just very boring yeah yeah uh i think that's all i have to say about bad guy duh yeah let's uh move on the next one is a skit that's not really a skit it's just a bunch of like i don't know foley and stuff i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah there's like a bank robbery or something and then um, i don't know why he bothered eminem get honestly eminem gets caught and then he kills himself um i don't know what the point of that at the is. end of it yeah yeah um so you want to move on to rhyme or reason track number three yes yes let's do it on the rampage couldn't see what i wrote i write small it says ever since i drove a 79 lincoln with white walls had a fire in my heart and a dire desire to aspire to die hard so as long as i'm on the clock punching this time card hip-hop ain't dying on my clock well, sometimes when i'm sleeping she comes to me in my dreams is she take us so this this samples a song from the zombies called time of the season which is a pretty fucking yeah. great song a very sampled song. Yeah. Is it? I, I feel uh, like... I, I, ICP did it. Remember? They did a song that was very similar to this, which is just rewriting this very song and sampling. Oh, I completely forgot about that. I would pull up a sound sample, but I don't care to. Yep. Uh, I spend enough time looking up ICP stuff. But yep. there's a whole song that was just this song, and it's really... If I remember, it was pretty irritating. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um. It's catchy. It's a good song. It's catchy as hell. Zombies are... It's a great They're a great track. band. Um, oh. I don't know. I haven't listened to anything else by them, I don't think. They have a couple other really good songs from their one... Did they just do the... I think they did one, maybe two albums. They were also like the center of this really weird situation where a random band in Texas just started touring as the zombies, uh, playing the songs by the zombies, and were just like pretending to be them. And then... The, the other yeah. weird thing is that that band that was pretending to be the zombies eventually became ZZ Top. What? It's, it's like this really odd convoluted like story. And uh, 
Yeah, like it was something about how the zombies like broke up because they weren't successful, but then they got super successful in the USA, but they were broken up. So a bunch of people just impersonated them. Huh. It was like multiple bands touring around saying that they were the zombies or something. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they spread. Ah, that's a good point. Maybe ZZ Top got bit. Cameron, they do say that pop music is infectious. Um, I was trying to remember the Walking Dead theme music, but uh, then I couldn't because I've blacked out most details of that show because it's so goddamn boring. I've never seen it. So uh, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, don't. Yeah. Even the comics got pretty boring and repetitive after a while. Yeah. Uh, I would say that the the sort of visual effects of The Walking Dead are pretty incredible, but even that is just like, ah, this is a lot of gray. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all okay. right. Um, there's a Yoda. Oh. There's a Yoda impression in yeah. here that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Back with the Yoda of rap and a spasm. Your music usually has them. But wait for the game, your enthusiasm it has them. Follow you must, removing my little pad to one. Jedi in training, colossal painting, uh, thoughts of Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then he follows it up with probably find a way to complain about a Picasso painting. Puke Skywalker, but sound like Chewbacca when I talk, full of such blind rage. I need to see an eye dog. Can't even find the page. I was writing this rhyme on. Oh, it's on the Ram page. That's pretty that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh I will say, like, some of his some of his rap is pretty clever and pretty impressive in this album. Some of it is. There's, there's a, a lot of it that's also yeah. like puts the wrong emphasis on a syllable for a word to force the rhythm or the rhyme. He does yeah, that a lot. He does that where he'll, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not great. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't buy it. Uh, there are some cool forced rhymes in this album. Uh, sorry. In this track. Do you want to play that sound sample? Yeah. I related to the struggles of young America when the fucking parents were unaware of the troubles. Now they're ripping out the fucking hair again. It's a stare ruckle. Chuckle, everybody I like it's hysterical. Yeah. I think that's great. That is that's that's a really clever forced rhyme. That is pretty good. To rhyme with For troubles rhyme. and knuckles. Hysterical hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me let me read that that whole little thing. Um <clears throat> Because I related to the struggles, and I think he turns that into like a cut instead of a gut, S- of young struggles. America when, when their fucking parents were unaware of their troubles. Now they're ripping out their fucking hair again. It's hysterical. I, truckle, I chuckle as everybody bloodies their bare knuckles. Yeah, uh-oh. Better beware, knuckle heads. The sign of my hustle says, don't knock the doors. And then it goes on. But uh, yeah, just... Uh, Pretty pretty good wordsmith in there. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm ready to move on. If oh well, should we talk? About, what is this? What is this song about? A, is it about something or is it just rap? <laughs> it's supposedly about his dad. Well, I, I like the the way the genius uh, characterizes it. it. Says Eminem just goes off on a lyrical hate spew against everything, especially his dad. <laughs> it's against ev- a lyrical hate spew. <laughs> I, I love this against everything, especially comma his dad. <laughs> It's especially everything <laughs> and his dad, I guess. <laughs> uh, the Yahoo answers of of uh, in, uh, internet lyric research. <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. Um, uh, bo- oh, boy. Oh, it's a boy. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a lot of sound and fury. 
signifying nothing. I I like I like having a sample and then answering it as if it's ask, actually being like he does this a lot with Dre, where he'll ask in a rap, he'll ask Dre a question and then he'll just sample Ray uh, or sorry, he'll sample Dre going like yeah. No, <laughs> like he does that a lot, but in this it's reversed where the song goes, what's your name? Marshall. Who's your daddy? I, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like that. I like that bit too. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's a really weird question to ask in a song. Also, what's your name and who's your daddy? Yeah. And what does he do? Yeah. That's, um, maybe, maybe it's an icebreaker. Maybe they're just like trying to get to know each other or it's like a corporate retreat or something. Meet that dad. Yeah. <laughs> Now think about your dad. Want to meet that dad? Uh, get sexy, kids. Get sexy, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking beat you to it. <laughs> uh, oh god. Okay. Um, so much better or skip it? Oh, that song. Uh, there's okay. So some of his. W- <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's talk about it really briefly. Um, I have a, a sample of some really good flow in that song. Do you want to just play the sample? Sure. I like the beat pretty well on this uh, this song, um, and some of his flow is pretty good rhythmically. Um, yeah, content wise, it's pretty rough. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of the fantasy of if you've ever had someone in your life and have fantasized about them dying and how your life might look better um, or different. Um, but which yeah. is like I know it's a thing that people do. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's just sort of an, uh, it's just like a self exercising, you know, like <laughs> it's just like a spewing out some like garbage. It's a hate spew against kind of especially stuff. everything. Uh, comma, his dad, <laughs> comma, his dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, specifically it's, it's also so- targeted and misogynist, um, Keep playing me. You're going to end up with a huge goose egg. You fake lion slut. You never told me you knew Drake. Yeah. And Lupe, you want to lose uh, two legs. So not, not great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe it as yeah, great had... necessarily. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had some sort of thing that I was going to read. There's a real like he man, woman haters club uh, kind of thing in here um where is it you always hear about he-man but you never hear about she-woman you know <laughs> uh that might be a thing i don't know oh i'm, I'm gonna look it up now she woman okay i can't find it whatever fuck this song yeah it sucks yeah. oh there's no such thing as she-woman uh, come on that's right there it's oh, a total actually- gimme <laughs> We we actually have to end pretty soon, don't we? I just realized we only have twenty minutes. Oh yeah, that's maybe true. I shouldn't have <laughs> taken that time. Uh, I'll let you choose the next song. Oh fuck! Um, is it too much to just skip straight to Berserk? Or is there anything? Um, do, you, do let's skip to Berserk. Let's do it, Berserk.
Yeah, so this is that Beastie Boys song. It's definitely a pretty yep. straight pastiche of uh, the Beastie Boys. Um, mm. And uh, it samples a lot of... Well, it, it like samples rock and integrates it into hip-hop, which is one of the... It's the original rock rap. Yeah, the Beastie Boys. <laughs> My favorite genre. Yep. <laughs> Always a good idea, never a bad idea, uh, is how yep. I would characterize it. And uh, Eminem sings. He actually does a lot of singing on this album. Um and he's not even the worst singer I've ever heard. Yeah, I think so. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. He has a fair amount of singing in his in his work. Yeah. Uh, now this shit's about to kick off. This party looks whack. Let's take it back to straight hip-hop and start it from scratch. I'm about to bloody this track up. Everybody get back. That's why my pen needs a pad, because my rhyme's on the rag. Well, ah, ah <laughs> what a tasteful reference. Yes. Just like I did with addiction, I'm about to kick it. That's actually, <laughs> I kind of like that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's just a little pun. So, celebrating his sobriety yeah. and, and it's, talking about kicking it's it. It's kind of cute. Colloquially. Yeah. It's a cute little pun. Yeah. So this is a Rick Rubin. This is a Rick Rubin joint, yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, he worked with the Beastie uh, Boys. He says, that was a case where Eminem said, let's make one of those old records that we grew up on. It's just a bunch of boomers yeah. <laughs> making music. We <laughs> okay, recorded it around a sample he, he, <laughs> he made of someone on the news saying, go berserk. We built the beat first, and he wrote to the beat, all starting with that little clip of go berserk. That was his inspiration. Then we programmed it on the 808, 808 drum machine and used... Uh, uh, Billy Squires the stroke sample liberally I played guitar and we programmed everything else it was a good one uh, is there anything interesting when you talk about producing um, <laughs> is there anything interesting once he, once he raps to a beat you can't change anything I think that's an interesting huh. thing uh, it's almost like all the drops all the moves in the song have to happen before he writes to it because he writes into the music in a way that makes it hard to change anything after he raps hmm. He uses his voice as another instrument that plays off all the different rhythms going on in the track. I think that is interesting. Yeah, He's real. He's a real unbelievable student of hip-hop. He's maybe the most obsessive artist I've ever worked with in terms of someone who just full-time is writing rhymes. It's what he does. So that's kind of cool. Like one professional respecting the other. Yeah, That's, that's genius.com at its best. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um... Yeah, I think rap. I think rap got rap. God is pretty good. Do you want to talk about rap? Yeah, God? sure. It was ironic. I was under aftermath after the fact. How could I not blow? All I do is drop f bombs. Do my wrath of attack. Rappers are having a rough time period. Here's a maxi pad. It's actually disastrously bad for the whack. For the masterfully constructing this masterpiece. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god. Rap god. All my people like from the front. Rap god. arms are long enough to slap. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely using a different voice that feels like a, a pastiche of someone else. Yeah, oh, in the chorus, you mean? Yeah. yeah like, that's him, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I think so. But you're right. It does feel like he's doing a pastiche of um, someone else. But I, I don't know who that person is. But I, I do feel yeah, like it's I'm someone not, specific. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not in... I'm not... I don't listen to enough hip-hop to actually know. So, I just listen to, like like, my random... Artists that I know that I like, and that's about it. And every mostly every once Kendrick. in a while, I venture outwards, and it, yeah, mostly Kendrick. A lot of Homeboy Sandman, Sandman recently, Janelle Monae, Aesop Rock, and uh, that's 
that's about it mm-hmm. um i'm a busy man <laughs> i have to listen to a bunch of new music for this goddamn garbage <laughs> show <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh so he does some like 30 second note rapping in this i think that's what it is uh depending on how you count it but it's pretty impressive uh do you want to do you want to do the sample that says amazing but offensive yeah yeah. So he's talking about doing hate crimes, um, unfortunately. But musically, I think it is really impressive that he can rap uh, those words so clearly. Yeah. Like I could understand everything that he was saying. Um, and he's the articulation and the speed is like, yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. I've heard other rappers. There's this other white rapper, Watsky, who occasionally has some like really clever stuff that I appreciate, but then he'll do like a, a, a run of like really fast notes and syllables. And it's just, it kind of sounds like garbage. Like it doesn't, I can't understand what he's saying. I don't think he's articulating well enough, but Eminem can. And it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing to watch yeah. it's like watching an athlete you know uh but yeah fuck him for like <laughs> yeah for like <laughs> talking bragging about, about hate bra- crimes bra- <laughs> yeah um yeah so uh there's this other section where he's talking where he rhymes hall of fame with a bunch of things and it's it's pretty clever so you want to play that yeah Induct him into the motherfucking rockin' Roll Hall of Fame even though I walk in the church in person of all the flames Only Hall of Fame I'll be inducted in is the alcohol of fame on the wall of shame You fags think it's all a game Till I walk a flock of flames Yeah Yeah Uh, he's, uh Run DMC, induct them into the motherfucking Hall of uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame even though I'll walk in the church and burst in a ball of flames, only Hall of Fame I'll be inducted in is the alcohol of fame on the wall of shame. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty That's good. Funny. Pretty good. Uh, I like, and then I like there's he name like drops a- Rakim also. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Now I lead a new school full of students. Me, I'm a product of Rakim. Rakim Shabazz, Tupac, NWA, Cube, Hey Doc, Ren, Yella, Easy, Thank You, They Got Slim. Uh, I like that he starts with Rakim because Rakim and Eric B are maybe my favorite hip hop uh, duo. Mm. They're pretty great. Like if you listen to um, what's the one is it is the album called Paid in Full? Um, they they released an album in 1988 that sounds like it could have been released today. It's like so far ahead of its time. Um, yeah. You compare it to like it's not Paid in Full. It's Follow the Leader. That's the one I'm thinking of. That album fucking rules. Everyone should go check it out. Um, yeah, it's like so far ahead of its time. You, you compare it to something like uh, Public Enemy, like it takes a nation of millions to hold us back, which is a great name for an album, but it's it sounds very much like 80s hip hop. It's very of its time. And Eric B. and Rakim feels very like forward thinking. Huh. It still feels very fresh. Oh, yeah. I'll check I'll check that out. Maybe I'll put that in the... Maybe if I were to link some of their music... Wait, what's the name of that album again? Follow the Leader. Okay, I'll link that. Yeah, the production on that Eric is amazing. B and Rakim. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, we're running so short yeah. on time. What do you What do you want to do next? Um, let's see. That I feel like that that was an interesting one. Um, 
I mean, we might need to talk about the monster because that's a very popular song. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, featuring Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. It was bittersweet, it was like winning a used me Ironic cause I think I'm getting so huge I need a shrink, I'm beginning to lose sleep One sheep, two sheep, going cuckoo and cuckoo is cool key But I'm actually weirder than you think Cause I'm, I'm friends with the monster The son of my bed Get along with the voices Inside of my head You're trying to save me Stop holding So I heard this on the radio a couple years ago And I was like, man, I hate this song um, Cause I thought it was just like a very emo song for hot topic yeah. shoppers. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it might actually be kind of a, a reflection on uh, his slim shady alter ego. Um, at least that's what the genius is saying. Right. Right. Like slim shady is the monster. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, this is the the last third of the or i guess last quarter of the album and uh i stopped um i was getting hard to engage yep. <laughs> i was getting bored <laughs> yeah it's a very earnest song i guess yep but like i don't know i i just i don't need to be inspired by eminem at this point yeah i don't need an inspirational <laughs> song from him like maybe we'll get some inspiration out of the movie when we when we watch Eight Mile, but yeah. Also, his his heard, his lyrics in the song are like really vague. It's really hard to see what he's talking about, except when he specifically talks about like fame and wanting to be fame. So he's like, "Fame made me a balloon because my ego inflated." Okay, th- I get that. When I blew C, but it was confusing because all I wanted to do is be the Bruce Lee of loose leaf. Abused ink, used it as a tool when I blew steam. Woo, hit the lottery, ooey. But with what I gave up to get, it was bittersweet. It was like winning a used mink. Ironic, because I think I'm getting so huge, I need a shrink. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Yeah. I guess Bruce Lee of Loose Leaf abused ink probably means like writing down lyrics, I guess. Yeah. What is the uh, used saying, mink? Like, getting a used mink feels like a pretty out of touch <laughs> yeah metaphor to make <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you it's know like, that common phrase we all say oh it's just like winning a used mink yeah i'm t- uh this is not not the right era or socioeconomic status for me to be able to relate to that so <laughs> yeah exactly um also, it's I I know he's talking about like a clothing item or accessory made out of a mink's fur, but I was just thinking the animal. I was like, oh, you, you want a, a weird like used animal, <laughs> like secondhand <laughs> animal? Like what? The- no, with that fresh rodent. <laughs> Give me that fresh animal. <laughs> uh, only virgin minks for me. Yeah, <laughs> only newly hatched minks. Is what I want. Uh, <laughs> or or a mink egg. Mink. I would settle for a mink egg. Um, honestly. A mink egg. <laughs> mink spawn. <laughs> yeah, some of that uh, 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 mink caviar. Oh boy, I think that's uh, I think that's our cue. <laughs> <laughs> We've said the secret Play word that. of the day. <laughs> That, that would be a great time to play that staggerly. <laughs> <laughs> Mink caviar. 
Okay, yeah, well, uh, I guess we should close up shop. Um, sorry for the short episode, y'all. Uh, it's difficult to uh, schedule these days with uh, Cameron being an expectant father and me being an expectant, uh, uh, yes. miserable person who's trying to not flunk a class. Yeah, um, but I mean... I think it's amazing that we're doing this show at all at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You should fucking thank us everyone. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, we had to not do our normal recording time because of a birth clinic visit that got rescheduled last minute. So we had to reschedule this last minute, but anyway, yeah, Cameron, I'm going to confess something. That's where we're at. You texted me saying that you were going to go to a a birth clinic or you're going to back your wife's, uh, birth clinic appointment. And I just like was not really paying attention. And I read it as you going to your wife's birth control appointment. And I have to confess, I didn't even like question it or like rethink it for quite a while. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. He probably didn't actually say birth control because it's, uh, I feel like the horse is out of the barn at that point. (laughs) No, I mean, we'll have to start thinking about that pretty soon. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, don't want those Irish twins. Yeah, if anyone wants to give me some, uh, you know, if maybe I should crowdsource some vasectomy advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh man, should that be the title? Crowdsource vasectomy advice? Maybe. Shit. Man, you've got an embarrassment <laughs> of riches know. to to sift through. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, and sorry um, you can visit us online at boxset.website email us at email at boxset.website uh, tweet us at Toast Podcast. though we stopped using that except as an automated uh, announcement and we don't check it anymore either of us because no I, I've been checking oh, it really? more recently oh. but, the, but really the best way to talk to us is through the discord yeah go to discord link will be in the show notes it's not something to be scared of it's just an app that you can download it's really easy and then you can the cool thing about it is that in our group, um, if anybody's a Nazi, um, they're being real quiet about it. <laughs> Cameron, it, se- it seems like everyone in our group is awesome. I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say we do not have Nazi listeners. And if we do, uh, fuck off and don't listen to us anymore. And yeah. I, I, yeah I, you're not allowed to listen to the yeah, show. <laughs> we haven't seen any Nazism in our Discord, surprisingly. Um, we cannot see the Nazis. If they're there. Yeah, good one. Um, uh, also, yeah. also, uh, hmm. just today... This is the appropriate reaction to that. <laughs> hmm. uh, just today, uh, mm. we will allow uh, our listeners to uh, go on iTunes and write us a review for free. I know we usually charge quite a bit of money for this privilege, but this yeah. time, and this time only, and only if you rate us five stars, you can go on iTunes and uh, hit that rate button, and we won't charge you any money for it. So we're, it's true. We're just feeling magnanimous. Yeah just this once um be our buds be our buds there's so stars. many there's so we'll many pot shops content <laughs> there's so many dispensaries in oregon that are named like best buds or variations of that um yes. so everyone spark a doobie with us and pass it upon the left hand side um uh, you can also support us directly help us keep making the show at support.boxset.website um you can also listen to cameron's other podcast which is called get up in the cool which is pretty cool. I wish you would. Yeah. Uh, traditional musics, acoustic musics. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, Oh fuck. The thing I forgot, I knew I was forgetting something. Um, if you support us, you get access to our weekly mini show. This week we talked about a movie called knives out. 
and it's fucking great we love that movie both of us we just we just gushed if you want to hear us gush Ooh. about it uh yeah. without spoilers i think we were able to do yeah um, i think then, so uh, yeah subscribe to the patreon it's not it's not very much money it's a very modest amount of money and honestly uh you know we don't have time to sh- we don't have time to like share the show around or like we're super busy <laughs> it's like a miracle that we're doing it at all so like it would be awesome if you could tell other people about the show um you know especially if you're not able to help support the show um yeah. because uh the the more people who are listening it, to it the more people who um will be able hypothetically to support the show and um you know it costs money to like host it and um and it takes us you know time to do it so yeah, yeah, totally. So thank you for everyone who is supporting us and thank you for listening too. like, um, even if you, even yes. if you can't support us, like we, we do appreciate you guys taking your time. You, sorry, you, you all y'all, uh, I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying you guys for the second person plural. Um, so we appreciate that you, yeah, you all. like lambasted me about that, like <laughs> 20 episodes ago. I know, I know, I know. It's just, we're from the West coast and it's such a hard habit to break. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Y'all's guys. <laughs> y'all's guys is. <laughs> anyway, uh, so thank you all. Um and we'll talk to you next week and until then, I've been Nathan Hunt and uh I've gone full meta Eminem. And I've been Cameron DeWitt and tell me what to do with my balls. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> Trust me, I will. <laughs> Oh, I've got so many ideas. <laughs> oh, I, just, I was just recalling my favorite goof um, where I described, uh, I said, you, you know, the, the old common phrase, uh, comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> comedy is plagiarism plus time, <laughs> which I think is extremely funny. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm going to steal that someday. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You did it. <laughs> oh, I got you. Oh, you got me. Oh. <laughs>